Allow him to come and renew your spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we worship and sing that chorus, I'd like you to be in every word. And just get lost in his praise. When the spirit takes over my soul. The spirit takes over my soul. When the spirit takes over my Everybody now, one more time, lift up your voice and let us sing it together. 
Every word that you speak is true. And you even said where we uh, two or three are gathered in, in your name. And that is also true. And we believe you are here this morning. And you say that whatsoever things we ask for, we should believe that we have received them. Not we shall receive them, but that we have received them. And Lord, as we are lifting up our hands this morning, in total surrender, we ask that you'll come and deliver souls this morning. We ask that you'll come and set free the captives. We ask that you'll come and renew our souls. And we believe we have received this, Lord. I believe we have received it, Lord. I believe it, Lord because it is your word. Bless everyone here. Every soul. Brother and sister. And also those streaming with us. Bless everyone Lord. And may you have liberty among us. Lord. And may you work your miracles, signs and wonders. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Give the Lord a clap of praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Before you see it, let's just go to this uh, scripture straight away first. And uh, we are going to the book of Genesis once again. This is part five of the series that uh, we've been speaking on Receive Ye the Holy Ghost. And uh, Receive Ye the Holy Ghost. That's better. Amen. Amen. All right. So we read Genesis chapter 2. Verse 1. 
verse 21. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in, instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had, had taken from the man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she has been taken out of the man. Now remember that woman means taken out of the man. And Eve means mother of all living. So Eve was meaning mother of the bad and the good. Mother of Cain and Abel. But Adam was not meaning father of Cain and Abel. Because Adam was only the father of Abel. But here we see that Eve is mother of all living. And uh, then here we see that she was taken out of the man. This man in the image of God and her name was woman. Meaning a part of the man. Praise the Lord. And so here on verse 7 he says, and the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. So God breathed into the nostrils of, of, of Adam. The mold he had made. And then man became a living soul. May the Lord breathe on you this morning. You may have your seats. I want to greet you all in the precious name of Jesus Christ. It's a blessing and a privilege to be in the house of the Lord this morning. And I'm glad to see the different ones uh, that, that are coming to fellowship, that have come to fellowship with us this morning. Uh, my brother, I, I missed your name. Michael. Brother Michael. Yes, I believe you should be the brother to Brother Okello. Where's Brother Okello? Yeah, right I can see the resemblance on the face. God bless you. Thank you for coming to fellowship with us this morning. Amen. I'm so happy to see you, Sister Stella, also. Amen. It's, it's, it's wonderful. You know, you've been away for a long time. But it's wonderful to see you this morning. 
And also my brother, you, you, last Sunday you were not around, I know you were in the West. Nice to see you also. Hi everyone, Sister Fortunate, you've not been around for a long time. Amen. I'm happy to see everyone of you. Are you happy to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. And my brother's in the back there. I think it was your first time this other one to be here the other Sunday. The other Sunday, was it not his first time? Sunday, ah. It wasn't your first time? Okay. Well, welcome back again. God bless you. Amen. So today is a special day. But uh, as always, I always want to just approach the word immediately, directly. And uh, then we can always do the rest of the announcements and everything later. On. Brother Amos. Muganda fe Amos. I saw Brother Amos. Brother yeah, Amos. Muganda Amos. Mukama kumi. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'm happy to see you this morning. My eyes were moving, and I thought, did I see Brother Amos? <laughs> Brother Amos from Nairobi. Muganda Amos from Nairobi. Your wife and uh, family. You're all welcome. Feel free in the house of the Lord this morning. Now, if I say something new that maybe perhaps you may not follow me well, uh, this is part five. And all the other parts are on the online if you feel so desire, uh, the desire to go and follow up. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. I said praise the name of the Lord. How many have come to have church this morning? Amen. So I, I really pray that we out all the coldness outside. We've already had a wonderful worship. And now we should be ready to receive the word. You know, whenever you go, you come to church, you should be ready to say amen. You should be ready to receive. And so, John chapter 20, verse 19, and some of the scriptures I've kept on reading over and over. But uh, whenever we read it, we have a little more inspiration on it. And so, uh, uh, on Wednesday, I was dealing with the blood. And so I think today will be part two of the blood. I will continue to speak a little bit on that in connection with the Holy Spirit. Now then, then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. 2019. Peace be unto you. Hallelujah. Amen. How many receive that peace? Amen. Amen. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Now, while we are still reading John 20, I hope, I hope 
I don't lose any of you. I want you to follow me closely. These are very sensitive scriptures. And my prayer is that you will receive a revelation this morning. Now, I want you to open your heart. As we are still reading here, I want us to look at what we have read now. I, I, I know you, you, you can have, you, if you have a Bible, you can open it back both ways. We are, I want us to look at John 20 and look at Genesis. Okay. Amen. I mean, there's something amazing here. Are you ready for it? And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. I don't know, brother, brother if you can be able to put those scriptures together in, in two different windows. Try and see if you can do it. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. So man went to sleep peacefully and out of that sleep God took out a rib out of his side and he made a woman. Are you following? And here the Lord comes from the resurrection after the resurrection and he meets the disciples and he tells them peace be unto you. So Adam peacefully went to sleep and out of that on his side from one of his ribs came his wife a woman. And here Jesus comes you know everything Jesus said had a purpose. There is no idle word Jesus spoke. And here he, he comes down after the resurrection and he meets the disciples and he tells them peace be unto you. Hallelujah. Amen. What do you envision here? There is someone, suppose someone is about to have a wife. Peace be unto you. Someone is about to have a wife. Adam peacefully went to sleep. Someone was about to have a wife. But then after that peace, what do we see next? We see things about opening someone's rib opening someone's side and here the Bible says and the Lord God caused a deep sleep and then after that he says he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof hallelujah and so in verse 20 here he says and, and, and when he had so said, when he had so said, peace be unto you. And I should, as, I might as well say, when Adam had gone to sleep, peacefully, 
Then he showed unto them his hand and his side. Are you following me? There is something about the side of Jesus that it was very identical to the side of Adam. The wife of Adam came out of the side of the ribs of Jesus. Out of the side of Jesus. In the ribs of Jesus, of, 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 the wife of Adam came out of the, the ribs of, of Adam. When God created Adam, please follow me here and I will say, bring this foundation here for you. He spoke a word. Are you following me? Oh my, there are many revelations going through my mind right now. I pray that you will open your mind to receive it. When God spoke in Genesis chapter 1, you know, before I, I knew or believed the message, I never knew why there are two creation stories in the Bible. There is Genesis chapter 1. He says God spoke a man into existence. And Genesis chapter 2, it says God molded a man out of the dust of the ground. I was always getting confused when I read that. But when I read the message, when I heard the message, it all had meaning now. So in Genesis 1, we see God coming down and he creates man by the spoken word. So where was man before he was created? He was in the mind of God. He was a part of God. And God spoke him. And man was. You could not see him physically. Because he was in the image of God. And God is a spirit. So man was a spirit man. And he told them. Go and multiply and fill the earth. So they were supposed to multiply by speak more children into existence. And these children have the character and image of God. Amen. Just like Adam and Eve were out of the mind of God and they had the character and the image of God himself. Now, after that, he comes in Genesis chapter 2. And now he begins to mold out of the dust of the ground. And then, what did he do there? Hallelujah. Amen. He came down and he breathed on the, nost on the nostrils of this mold. And he said, my mind immediately was running to John chapter 20. Yes. Yes. Mm. Verse 19. Mm. He says, He says, Peace be still. Brother, he says, Peace be unto you. 
And then he says, receive you the Holy Ghost. Alright, alright. Uh, let, let's take it a, a little slow here. Then he says, then Jesus said unto them again, after he had showed them his sign, and his hand, nail-pierced hand, on the cross, then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Then Jesus said to them again, Peace be unto you. As my father sent me, even so send I you. And then when he had said this, when he had said this, he breathed on them. And when he breathed on them, what did he speak? He said, receive you the Holy Ghost. Now, it wasn't something they were going to struggle for. It was a must for them to receive the Holy Ghost. And this is what I want to labor to show you. The Holy Ghost is not something you labor for. The Holy Ghost is something you are entitled to. Hallelujah. If indeed you were in the mind of God, and a part of God, but now lost, but now redeemed. That's my purpose. Something I want to show you. Amen. Amen. You are still following me? All right. Now, we notice that Jesus, yes, he tells them to receive the Holy Ghost. But then in Genesis, follow me here now, brother. You, you fail to do that. You could simply open two windows, put them together, and, and capture. Capture it just instead of being. I don't know. I don't know how to explain to you. Well, figure it out. If you can't do it, that's okay. Hallelujah. Amen. In Genesis chapter 2, he says to this. Man, he had molded out of the dust of the ground. He actually he says to that man the same thing Jesus said when he rose from the grave. Now, I want you to understand here that by the time Jesus breathed his breath on the molded man there was no sin yet. This was before the fall. Now, Jesus would not breathe on the people. The Bible says he breathed on them. He could not breathe on them and he could not tell them receive the Holy Ghost before his resurrection. Mm. They could not receive it. That can only be received when he, when it is before the fall, 
In other words, you can only be in that image before the fall. You can only be in the image of God before the fall. But then, here the fall came. Sin came in the world. Oh, wretched man who shall deliver me from this curse of sin. Because in the world we are born as mortals. We are born as sinners. We come to the world speaking lies. We come to the world with all the other things everybody else does. Speaking lies, having lust of the flesh, stealing. I told somebody yesterday that potentially everyone is a thief. You are born a thief. No, no, I've never stolen anything. I've been a good man. You are still a thief. The only difference is. That has not maybe manifested in you in a greater way. You find a thief they are beating you say, oh sorry. You are born that way. We were the thief on the cross. All of us were thieves. But actually, our true nature, we were never thieves to begin with. Hallelujah. Amen. We were, we were thieves because of the way we were born. And we were born needing a savior. My, praise the Lord. Let's try to build this fast. Brother Martin, you'll have to work on this. I want you to look at Genesis 2 once again. And the Lord and the Lord uh, and the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man, made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. And the Adam and Eve Adam were both in the image of God. Before the fall. But after the fall. Their DNA. Their body was compromised. And their blood was compromised too. They needed a correction. They needed a correction. They needed to have a correction. And the only way that there could be a correction was for a sinless man to die on the cross. Hallelujah.
good to go. Amen. And I told you, and I've told you several times that the reason why Jesus came was to die on the cross. And the reason why he died was because he wanted to redeem. And there can be no redemption without the original. You can only be redeemed back to where you were. Not this There are some souls in this world that are not redeemable. Because they do not have the seed of God in them. No matter what you do, they can never receive the Holy Ghost. No matter what you do, they can never be saved. Why? Because they can never accept the word. Because they have nothing to accept within their souls. But only if they could be able to accept the blood which was shed on the cross is enough to redeem everything that is redeemable. So Adam and Eve were not seen as in the beginning but they were in the image of God. Because God said let us create man in our image. And Adam was in the image of God. And Adam and Eve was in Adam. 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 And they were both in the image of God. But when they fell from that image, everyone after that was born in a fallen image. You know, what somebody was telling me the other day that Luke, you know, Adam was in the image of God. And that means his children also were in his image, meaning in the image of God. But I think now you know better. That the image of God stopped with Adam. And the image of, of, of the children of Adam was the fallen image of Adam. Seth was in the image of Adam. All the others that came later on were in the image of Adam. And so the image of Adam was a fallen image. But remember, if once a child of God, you are always a child of God. That does not change the fact that Adam was in a fallen image. He did not become the wicked one. And that's why when the Bible says that Cain was of the wicked one, someone once told me, oh yeah, it means that was Adam in a fallen nature. A child of God can never be the wicked one. Even if they are backslidden, they cannot become the wicked one. The wicked one is the devil and his seed after him. And so there are two lineages. There are two seed lines and they have been from the very beginning and we still have them today. And the seed of Adam is the seed of God. They are born in a fallen nature. We are born in a fallen way. We come to the world speaking life. We now have a specific, we have an expired death. 
After 60 years, 80 years, you are good for nothing. You just die. And then when you die, where do you go? And I'm here to tell you this morning. Amen. That God Amen. could not let his seed completely go to annihilation. God could never accept that. A seed in his image. A seed in his character. In his nature. Just let it go. Let it die completely. God could never do that. And that's why Brother Banam says. He believes in eternal security. He believes in eternal security. How many believers do I have here? He believes in eternal security. And this is what I want to labor to show you this year. Um, I always speak for one hour. I hope that that would be about 12. Amen. So by one, I'll be done. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I wanted to follow me with all your heart. And so Adam, Adam was then, his nature was perverted. And all his children were perverted. We are, we are born in a perverted way. We were supposed to be born in the way God gives birth to his children. And that way is by the spoken word. That's why when Jesus came, he was not able to, to breathe on the people and to tell them receive the Holy Ghost before they are redeemed. The first thing is for redemption to take place. Redemption is the only thing that can create an atmosphere for someone to receive the Holy Ghost. And how does redemption come? Redemption does not come by joining a church. It doesn't come only by being a part of a society. Or by being religious. Or by being a good man by birth. You remember the other man who came to Jesus. And he said, good master, what can I do to inherit eternal life? To go into the kingdom of God. And Jesus told him, yes, you know the works of the Lord. Go and do them. And the man was, he even smiled immediately. Every and he said, I've been doing all these works of the Lord from since I was a baby. I was wearing a long skirt. I've been having no earring, no, not rings and earrings. I've, I've not been having makeup. I, 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 I have not, brothers, I've not been even having rigoli in my hair. I've been dressing like a good saint. I've not been fornicating. I've not been committing adultery. I've kept all the rules. And the man was happy. He said, oh, praise God. I'm going to rapture. Let me tell you, all the little do's you do will not take you to the rapture. 
it is not on that basis sometimes in the message believers think that when they do good things they will go in the rapture on that basis the bride does not go to the rapture on the basis of works the bride does not go in the kingdom of God she doesn't receive eternal life on the basis of works the bride received eternal life by grace but what kind of grace the grace that comes by redemption redemption of your soul if you are truly redeemed works must follow your life hallelujah amen and we see here that Adam was Adam. fallen and everyone after him. And all of us, because of that, we are fallen. Fallen from grace. And Jesus yes. could not breathe on them and receive you the before they are redeemed. They were Jews. They had done their works from the time they were children. And Jesus looked at that man and said, You have done all of them. It is true. But why did Jesus say the works first? That's what, that's all he knew. Let me tell you, this just came right now. With whatever you know, and you do not do it, you will be judged by that person. Jesus, yes, ask yourself, why didn't he go straight away to the fact that the man had to do? But Jesus knew that this man had had been taught the law from the time he was a child. And so, no, he sought first to judge him by those laws. And when he passed that mark, he said, all right. Now, it's not only that. There is more. Much more for you to get this. There is much more. Say everything you are. Give to the poor. Come follow me. And that is the message we have heard in our generation forsaking all and following Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is our kinsman redeemer. He is the one that came down to redeem the situation to be able to bring back a man back to the nature of God. Bring back into the image of God. Jesus was the one amen, that was promised in the Bible. He was the seed of the woman that would do it. Amen. All the prophets were just there to, to stand in the gap while the real deal was coming. 
Amen. Amen. Oh, the other prophets. They are actually pointing to one. That is the kinsman redeemer. And when Jesus came, that's why somebody wrote a song and he said, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have found him who my soul has longed for. Jesus was the one all the prophets spoke about. Jesus is the center of the Bible. This Bible is a book of redemption. And amen is pointing us to our kinsman redeemer. That's, that's part A. Part B is showing us what we are supposed to be. And that's why the prophet says if the true church will know who she is and what she stands for, she will be an invisible imagine I will be an army that the devil cannot defeat if only I can know and receive a revelation of who I am truly of who I am Jesus came to show us that. To remind us. To bring us to remember. You are not serpent seed to begin with. You are my seed. But you are lost. What can I do? What can wash away my sin? Don't worry. Hallelujah. Amen. Like Eve was taken out from the side of Adam. I'm going to go on the cross according to prophecy. And they will rip my side so that you can be taken out. And why had it why, why did, it, did it have to be Jesus? Because he was the sinless one. He was born without sin. He was born perfect. Who was it? The Bible says the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. Was made a living soul. Was made a living soul. And then the second man, Adam, is a quickening spirit. And man became a living soul. That is the same one who came back again in the second Adam. Hallelujah. Amen. The same one who breathed the nostrils of Adam is Adam. the same one who came on the cross to breathe again on us after he has paid the price so that you can say see me the Holy Ghost. What is the Holy Ghost? The Holy Ghost is the power that quickens the blood and puts it to action. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Yeah. Let me tell you, you will see that without the Holy Ghost, even your salvation is nothing. Can I be saved without the Holy Ghost? Oh, yes. 
You can be saved without the Holy Ghost. But your salvation is equal to nothing without the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's like someone having something but without the power to make it function. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, when Jesus yes, went, oh, glory to God. He went on the cross. You know, everything was already prophesied. That cast be he that is hanged on earth. So he became a cast for us. You remember David already had said it. They have, they have taken him and pierced his side. He was already in prophecy. And here he was. When he was talking on the cross. In agony. In suffering. He was carrying the burden. Of sin. That we were supposed to carry. The moment you realize this. The moment you receive a revelation of this. You can no longer carry the burden of your sin. You can no longer accept the devil to put burdens on your soul. This is what the Lord has done for me. And I'm here to share with you this morning. I'm sharing an experience. The moment you realize that Jesus was on the cross because of the burdens of your sin, because of you know, he suffered because of you. He went through everything because of you. Then you realize he was even pierced in his hand because of you. And he was even pierced on the side because of you. It is because of me. So that, that blood and that water that came out came as a price. It was the payment. That was required. To redeem man. Back to his original nature. The devil thought. He has finished man. And the lineage of God. When he killed Seth. When he killed Abel. But he did not know that the blood of Abel could speak. And when he killed all of them down the line, he thought he had resisted the seed of God. But little did the devil know that God is a creator. And he can create something from nothing. If he was able to create the first Adam, he sure can create the second Adam. If the first Adam brought death, God can use the second Adam to bring both life. And that's why the Bible says Jesus was the second Adam and he was made a quickening spirit. He was made the spirit that brings life. Hallelujah. Amen. Who was Jesus? He was the manifestation of God. Amen. Amen. That would stand between death 
and mankind when I say mankind I mean the lineage that is redeemable and whosoever would hear the gospel what is the gospel the gospel is that amen one day from glory God sent somebody amen that would come and die for our sins to redeem us that is the gospel. Now, every seed of God, when they hear that, oh, they believe it. They follow. My sheep hear my voice. My sheep follow me. But the other sheep, the other ones, the Cain side, cannot follow. They cannot believe. But the seed of God, they always hear his voice. They always follow. They cannot fall away. Why? Because they are of his fold. That's why you should always have a little grace. For whoever can come to church. It doesn't matter how they dress. It doesn't matter how they behave. It doesn't matter how you see them. What matters is that they are willing to hear the word. If they hear that word, that word must change them. If they are the seed of God, let me tell you, the seed of God cannot remain unchanged. If they hear the word, if it is the true word, they must receive the word. If it is the true Holy Ghost, they must be baptized in the Holy Ghost. It is not a maybe. It is a must. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus yes. did not look at the disciples and tell them, let me die. Maybe I might redeem you. But he was sure. He looked unto them and he said, I am the resurrection of the life. I am the life. I am the resurrection. Say, take it of me. My, my flesh is meat indeed. My blood is drinking. Oh my goodness. Amen. Among these was also Judas Iscariot. He did not say only you, the 11 But he said, All of you, no matter who you are, the word of God and the Holy Ghost is out to be given to whosoever will. But, but, Judas Iscariot cannot receive it. And he will walk away. And he will take his life by joining these dead systems and religions. They go back. But they hear you. A preacher of God, even when he's excommunicated, he cannot join those lodges. He cannot. A true child of God, even when you are living in sin, you are not happy deep within. There's like a void in your soul. You feel you need something. But let me tell you the other kind. They don't mind. They, they, they derive happiness and joy in unbelief. 
No, no burunji I am going to be bound no more. It's not a man that does it. It's a revelation. Your revelation of the cross. Your revelation of the blood. Your revelation of the word. Your revelation can contain the word somewhere. Or your revelation can make you swim in that atmosphere. Hallelujah. Amen. Receive you the Holy Ghost. And Jesus said that yes, yeah, after he had gone on the cross. Oh, that man on the cross of Calvary. I believe in him. How many believe in him like me? Sometimes I feel we don't talk about him enough. You believe in him. That man on the cross. He was more than a man. That man on the cross. He was God himself. He came down. To take us out. To our sin. Who came down. To take us back. To the original image. To the original nature. That man on the cross. Is my only hope. That man on the cross. Is my only solution. He is my answer. The devil. Satan. When the devil comes to me, friend, I don't tell him how good I am. I don't tell him how much I pay my side. I don't tell him how many times I go to church. What do I tell the devil? I tell him there is some man on the cross that died so that I can be released from the bondage of sin. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we sing Hallelujah. Found him. Hallelujah. Musude. Who my soul? Oh, So long for. Jesus. Yes. He satisfies my longing. And now that I've received him, I am safe. I am saved. I am delivered. I am redeemed. No matter what the devil does, he cannot take me to hell. Because I'm heaven found. I'm Holy Ghost filled. I'm energized by a power from above. And let me tell you, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, receive you the Holy Ghost. Because God is still filling people with the Holy Ghost. It can be a mess sometimes. And people don't like it. Let me tell you, you need to get out from where you are. Get out from your comfort zone. One brother was preaching and he said, you have to do something you have never done before. For something to happen to you that has never happened to you. <laughs> you know, 
Hallelujah. Amen. We don't need to be Baptists. Or religious. Good message Christians. And you have made this message look as if it is another religion. The only thing that separates us from the other church is good message doctrine. The teaching on one God, on water baptism, in did you know there are others who believe those things? Who are in the Maybe some of you don't know. One day I was in Ethiopia, Ethiopia and one brother called me. He said, Pastor, I found believers. I said, really? How many are they in the church? More than a thousand. I said, really? In Ethiopia? I said, yes. I said, okay, what do they believe? He said, even that, that the church I attended, there was a brother from uh, India. And, and, and he was even preaching on marriage. The same way we teach. And I, I, there was no woman with earring. No woman who had cut her hair. No woman with makeup. No woman with a trouser. I said, wow. It all sounds nice. And I said, did you ask how they baptize? Said, yes, they baptize in the name of Jesus. I said, wow. How do you feel? Are you feeling jealous? We are the only ones supposed to believe. There are more people that believe the doctrine. But they do, they do not have the revelation of the person. They do not have the revelation of the plan of redemption. They don't have the revelation of the son of man. They don't know anything about what God is intending for his bride. And do you know what they do? They make denominations. That denomination in Ethiopia is the biggest, one of the biggest denominations. I might as well speak. Our Ethiopia, our church. Amen. It means the Ethiopian apostolic Because this message is let's go back to the apostolic doctrine. So they are preaching the message of restoration without having the prophet message. And you know what that has made them? A big time denomination. They have their own hierarchies. They are almost having a Pope. And these men, when you reach among them, they are so humble. By the way, they are one of the most humblest group of people that I've ever seen. I went there with one brother, I'm not mentioning his name. This brother was always because he came from Orthodox. He was always against this, uh, uh, you know, uh, excitement. He was always against uh, emotion. When you see someone looked down on it. Sometimes after the service, he will come and tell me, Pastor, do we really believe in this guy? I do let it be in the 
because they thought that the message is all about good doctrine and this brother i was always praying that the holy spirit will visit him and baptize him with the holy and so Mm-hmm. These people invited me. Because I, I went when I, uh, the other brother invited me. I said I will go meet one of their bishops. So I went and met one of their bishops. I wrote the church age book. And I, and I gave it to him. He listened to me very well. He took the book. And he said I appreciate it brother. God bless you. Thank you for thinking about us. Please can you also come to our convention. We are having a national convention. There's no way I could say no. Said, I will come. God bless you, brother. So we went with one brother among them, and he was also in that group. The bishop gave me this brother, take me there. And so as this brother was taking me, we started sharing the word. And I wanted to really see what they believe. And as we were speaking, I realized one of the things they believe is that water baptism saved them. Uh-huh. As long as you are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, you are saved. So that when you meet them, the first thing they ask you, are you a Christian? Yes. Do you believe in Jesus? Yes. yes. Do you believe Jesus is God? Yes. Do you believe in baptism? Yes. In the name of Jesus Christ? Yes. That is how they are. They are not anti-message believers. I had answered all the questions. And I had said yes, yes, to each of them. And then he said, so please, uh, let us share more. So as we were sharing, I noticed some of their doctrines, surely without the message of the hour, it has no perfection. They are very much flawed. But anyway, we went with them and we reached the convention center. And all these people were singing and shouting. This brother, the one I was with, they believe now, was from Orthodox. But he had always had the message being preached in English. But this time, he found people preaching the basics of the message in their language. Oh, this brother was so fired up, brother. And as they began singing and worshiping, I was also singing and worshiping, raising up my hand and the next thing I saw, this brother was jumping up while everybody else was jumping up and others were speaking in tongues and in just a microsecond I noticed this other brother the one I came with the one who was always against people you know, kind of emotion and everything amen, he was right there falling and jumping and falling and jumping and speaking in tongues I said, what is this? I said, glory God he was filled with the Holy Right there in an apostolic confession. It's not about them. It's about a son of God who was redeemed. And that's why I'm telling you, church, that this message is not a denomination. It's not a place we come to hear doctrine. It's a place. Amen. Where we are supposed to realize who we really are in the economy of God. 
We have been redeemed from sin. We have been redeemed from the world. From the lasts of the world. From the pleasures of sin. We have been redeemed from sin. Oh, we have been redeemed from death. We have been redeemed from all. Amen. The, 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 the things that were amen, uh, uh, heaped. Upon us because of sin. And then, what does this redemption do? He has always been sending redemption in Ephesus. The revelation of the redemption. Are you following me, church? The, the, the revelation of redemption has always been sent in faith to every generation to every generation in phases in phases in phases and as I showed you on Wednesday maybe we shall go through it a little bit tonight that the children of Israel in Goshen they also received the revelation of their redemption to the place that God wanted them to go to. Hallelujah. Amen. They received a prophet. I thought I should read it, but I should just say it. These people they received a prophet who came down from God and he had a message. And what was this message, brother Peter? It was the message of redemption. And the message was saying, everyone among you, take a lamb. We are going home. Take a lamb. We are going home. And if you take a lamb, eat it all. Eat it. Eat the flesh. But the problem, many people end there. They only eat the flesh of the word. But they forget there is also the blood. Eat it all. Eat it all. Let me tell you. The revelations of the message. Is eating the lamb. For the word of the son of man. You can teach it. Thank God I'm not a teacher. Some people think I am. I am not. Because sometimes in teaching we can become so intellectual that we fail to get the real thing. Although teaching has its place in the church teaching grounds our faith teaching establishes us in Christ but then teaching doesn't make us cross the Jordan we need teaching and a little more are you following me church now 
We find that these people they were eating the bread and water of the Son of Man. They went in their houses. They closed. They ate. Why? Because they had a revelation of the message. The revelation of the message will make you eat the word. The revelation of the message will make you love the word. More than just personalities. You will be in love with the message. You will be in love with the tapes. With the books, with the Bible, Amen. Amen. With coming to church, you will be in love with the Word. If your appetite is a YouTube video, I hope there is nobody here who has appetite for pornography. If your appetite is in those things, then my brother, my sister, you can never receive the Holy Ghost. There needs to come a time when you have appetite for the word. Oh, you feel you are longing to hear the word. Amen. I, you can know if someone has appetite for the word. When they come to church, they will not be spectators. Hallelujah. Amen. They will not just watch a preacher preach. They will preach with a preacher. They will say, preach it, brother. Preach it, brother. Amen. Bring it on. Why? Because they have appetite for it. I need more. Talk about it. What is happening? Because I have appetite for it. And Moses told them, go in your houses and eat everyone their lamb. They are being uh, gluttony was accepted then. Everyone go and get your meat. Give me some piece. Give me that leg. Give me this, give me that. Give me that. They would eat. They would eat. It is sweet. Hallelujah. My little children like this. Give me that one. Give me that one. There was no jealousy. Gratone was accepted at that time. In that circumstance. Eat. Take your one. Now we are going to eat. Are you enjoying? They were in their house. While the Egyptians did not know what was going on. Let me tell you, there was a rapture. Information. There was something coming. And they knew it. But the Egyptians did not know anything. Why? Because these ones had a prophet in their house. They had a prophet in the house. We are not a religion. We are not a denomination. Because we have a prophet in the house. We have a prophet in the land. In our camp. Yes, yes, God. Yes, yes. Thus saith the Lord. Eat the word. Eat the word. I said in the name of Jesus, eat the word. Every day, may God help us to feed on this word. 
until we gain muscle. And then when that happened, he didn't stop there. He said, after you have eaten, take that word, that flesh, and squeeze blood out of it. And apply it on your door. Apply the blood. And he said, the blood will be for a token. Oh. That when the age of death comes, he will pass over it. He will pass over it. On Wednesday, I talked to you about the age of death. How the age of death is going through the land with all sorts of even new sins. Did you know every generation has more things to experience? Our generation has a lot of WhatsApp. It's a bigger temptation. Then, as a young man, you needed to think on how to buy a paper. Or to a paper from your book. And then you tear a paper. No, you get a pen. No, a pen. And sit down. No, and write. No, and with all your heart. You power it. No, and then you write those words of love. No, you Ah, Pastor, you're talking as if you have ever done. Of course, I've ever done. And, and you know, it feels so good. You power your And you send it to, to your lover. Well, of course, I did it with Rebecca. Hallelujah. Amen. I thought I should say that or else I may get scolded when we get home. Hallelujah. Amen. And so you write those things. And you draw some hearts. Around. And, and you wait for one month. And then you get a response. But these days. You get a phone. That you are in courtship. You're taking pictures. You end up. Even others get tempted. Do you think that is going to help? This is a temptation of the devil. What is it? It's the angel of death going over this social media. It's the angel of death going over, you know, the, you know, the uh, homes of people. And I told you now that homosexuality is on the rampage. I'm telling you, these things are no longer out in the denomination. In the churches of so-called believers. In homes of believers. I'm speaking things that I know. That is the age of death. Going around. He doesn't fear no one. He is given a mandate. To kill. To steal. And to destroy. But there is only one group. Only one camp. Which will be protected. From the age of death. Let me tell you what that camp is. That is the camp. That will receive the token. The camp that will have the token. On the houses. My brother, my sister. Receive the token. Receive the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Amen
your doctrine will not save you from the angels. God will save you in the darkness, the light of the blood, the power that makes manifest. Hallelujah. Amen. And manifest the nature of Christ. And so while the others were applying the blood, they applied the blood and they kept quiet. <laughs> they applied the blood and went to their bed. And they rested. So rest. Little brother. All is well. All is well. All is well. We have had the message shalom. And all is well. You believe that, don't you? Well, there is a place. Oh, perfect rest. Behind the inner vessel race. Little bright race. For all is well. And so they rested. And while they were resting, the angel of death continued moving. And went over this one. Blood. Okay. Okay. Goes another. And when he reaches somewhere, what happens next? If you don't cry tears of the Holy Ghost, you will cry tears of the devil. Let me tell you, you have to cry tears anyhow. Where are the tears of the Holy Ghost? Brother Banam talked about washing Jesus' feet. We don't wash his feet anymore. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't want to be like that woman who came and washed Jesus' feet with a tear. With her hair, her glory, she put her glory down and teared on the feet of Jesus. People don't want to kneel no more. Some of you, when you kneel now, even your knees will be surprised. What are you doing? They will tell you that's too much pain. Get up. Get up. Because you have forgotten. You can no longer kneel down. You can no longer pray in the Holy Ghost. What happened? Let me tell you, God is calling a child that we receive a token. Hallelujah. Amen. That we receive the redemption. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Brother Banam says in the message, the evening messenger, and the people who laughed and made fun and would not accept his message. With the rest of the unbelievers, they perished. Oh, my time is, is, is running so fast. So. Listen, it says, by the believers, they went out and entered into the promised land. Hallelujah. Amen. They went under the anointed message of the messenger. Oh, they went under. 
the anointed message of the messenger. Hallelujah. Amen. The Israelites had a promised land to them. And they had to believe Moses. By whom the message came. And Moses' message. Do you know what it brought? It brought the revelation. Of the mystery. Of the lamb. The revelation of the mystery of the lamb. There was a mystery about the little lamb they had in their home. Who had the lamb? The Egyptians had the lamb. The Israelites had the lamb. But there was a mystery in that lamb. The little lamb they had. There was a mystery. And that mystery was closed. They all had a closed book until when a prophet messenger came. And then he would reveal the mystery. And he told the Israelites, hey, look here. Those lambs you are having, you can actually kill it. And the blood in that those lambs you can put on your door of your home and when the angel of death passed he will pass over you and when they did it the angel of death passed over but to the Egyptians they also had the lambs and do you know what happened they did have a revelation so they didn't kill no lamb Amen. That was moving in their camp. But they had the lamb. But death was moving over the house of Israel because of the revelation. Tell me that there is no power to revelation. And I will tell you that what I'm saying revelation brings tribulation. Hallelujah. When you, the word of God is revealed to you, you cannot remain the way you are. It will stimulate your soul. It will take you to another level. Hallelujah. Amen. It will save you when you are dying. Oh, give me that old time religion. Hallelujah. Amen. When you are dying, it will save you. This revelation of the message of the hour. Do you know what happened? They exercised the power of the blood. By applying it as a token. The other people, they had the flesh. You might as well say they had the word. But it had no revelation. The denominations have the Lamb of God. They sing the songs we sing. Jesus, Lamb of God. No revelation. On they don't even know what the Lamb is. But as we saw on Wednesday, this Lamb, hallelujah, is more than just a man, Jesus. Do you get that? This lamb of God that takes away the sins of God. We saw on Wednesday Amen, that he is that 
the Bible calls it the bleeding word. The word that bleeds on the cross. It's not here in bottles. We are not giving it in bottles. That's why we do not sell oil. That's why we don't sell water. That's why we don't sell nothing. Because you have the power. Like I do. Like every believer does. Where is that blood? The blood is in the word. Actually the word is the blood. What is the ministry of reconciliation? The Bible says he, he came with a ministry of reconciliation. He committed to us the ministry of reconciliation. And then he calls it the word of reconciliation. Hallelujah. Amen. The ministry of reconciliation reconciles us back to our original nature to our original image before the fall where we can actually receive the Holy Ghost. Now, those who have received that ministry must receive the word of reconciliation. And that word is given in season by the revelation of God through the prophets he uses. And in this time, he used Moses. But our time, he used William Branham. Someone did hear it. Maybe I'll put you to this word. The messenger William Branham was his name. God through him opened up the seven seas. He taught us all the serpents. Many more things God revealed. Well, Andy said, check it out with the word. Everybody now, listen to God and repent. Go and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You shall receive the Holy Ghost not many days hands and his signs, his signs. For all of them, you know, when there is a true revelation, there must be true signs. There must be the true manifestation of the word. It's not only reception of the word, but also manifestation of the power of the word. When they receive Token on their doors. It changed their life. They could not die anymore. When they received that token, they were sure of the promised land. When they received that token, the devil had no authority over them anymore. Amen. Why? Because they obeyed. The, rev the revelation. They receive the revelation of the mystery of the Lamb. 
All the others did not know what was going on. Unless they were under the review. And I made a statement last Wednesday. And I said, truly, no one can receive the genuine Holy Ghost without receiving the message of their day. There's only one way to receive the token. By accepting the message of your name. That is on that basis. You get the point? How many understand that? When they received the message of Moses, they were able to apply the token. And Brother Branham says, in the message, the token, let's read some from there. And when we can display, Brother, give me the quote, and when we can display the token of the Holy Spirit, it shows that we have been accepted in Christ. And that is our token. That all that we have need all is already purchased by him. We are identified with our token. I am not reading an obituary. I'm reading the word. How many are receiving this word? He said, we can display the token of the Holy Spirit. When we display it, it shows that we have been accepted in Christ. How do you join the true church of the Lord Jesus? You don't join it by being baptized only in water. You don't join or become a member of the church by doing good works. Although the good works have their place. But you become a member of the church. Hello, church. You become a member of that church. By one. Come on now. By one what? By one. Oh no, people are not sure. You, you, you become a member of that church by one spirit. One token. One spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is our token. That all that we have need of Amen. is already purchased by him. When Jesus died on the cross, yes, that's why when he came down, he told them, see my hand. I paid a price. Hallelujah. Amen. He told them, come see my son. Amen. You are redeemed. You people are redeemed. And because you are redeemed, receive it all again. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyone who is redeemed can Receive the Holy Spirit. Anyone who has been redeemed can receive the Holy Spirit. There's no other criteria. We have 
He says, whatever we have need is already purchased by him. What do you have need of? It's already paid for. You need the Holy Ghost. It's paid for. You need deliverance over some little devil. It has been paid for. Amen. Amen. You need a breakthrough of prayer. It has been paid for. You need to walk in victory. It has been paid for. You need healing. It has been paid for. Ask your neighbor, what do you need? And I tell you, whatever you need has been paid for. Whatever you need has been paid for. I will say it until you receive it in your heart. Whatever you need has been paid for. The dying of Jesus on the cross. Yes. The shedding of our blood. Amen. Paid for whatever we need. Hallelujah. Amen. There is absolutely no way. The devil can hinder us. From receiving the token. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you, when I received the Holy Ghost, I had no one teach me that you must receive the Holy Ghost like this. Like this. I only believed this message. I tell you this with all my heart. I only believe the message. My pastor was a kind of a man that would just take the message book and read for us and tell you God bless you that's how it was then but let me tell you child when I would go to prayer whenever I would go to prayer I would notice something different is happening in me and then there was one day hallelujah Amen. and I will never forget that day when we, I went to prayer and, and uh, you know I was alone and I had my uniform because I, I, I wanted to go and be in a moment of prayer. And I did not want to kneel down. Because I would make myself dirty. We were praying from a classroom. And it was not as clean as this. And so it was a little bit dirty on, on the floor. But I was just praying. As I was moving on, moving around. And then I just prayed and I said, Oh God, because I listened to the prophet. What? Like this. And I believed it. Amen. Amen. And I said, Oh God, fill me with the Holy Ghost. And I tell you, church, I do not remember how I went on the floor. But the next thing I remember, I was on the floor speaking in other tongues. And I was all dirty. Now I don't say that you have to receive the Holy Ghost that way. But all I'm saying, Amen, you must receive the Holy Ghost. Because if you don't receive the Holy Ghost, you are not going in the rapture. If you don't receive the Holy Ghost, you are going to remain on this earth. And you will go in the tribulation. And I tell you these things are true. Every prophecy that God has made through our prophet has come to pass. Amen. Amen. And we see the wars happening. We don't know how it could unfold. Did you know that this Ukraine-Russian war can be birth, can, can be can birth 
the third world war? Did you know? Did you know that here we see that the world already is forming alliances? That is how it was in the first and second world war. When they begin to ally, you see all, all of Europe, Europe and, uh, and America, America are coming together. While Russia, Russia is also on the other side with a few other countries. China, China and, and maybe you know some of those other uh, uh, Northern Korea and others. And all these countries, many of them have nuclear weapons. Do you know what this means? That they could literally destroy the whole earth in just a moment. I've been watching the news. Some people have been saying troubling things. Some news have been asking questions. Is Russia's president? Russia president. Is he what is the state of his mind? They are all worried. What's the state of the mind of the Russian president? Because if he is going crazy, he can just send missiles with a nuclear war and destroy America in a bit. And I was watching, was it today or the other day? He was saying that putting sanctions on him. It's a declaration of war. Do you see how things are escalating? Slowly by slowly. And we have it in prophecy. But the Banam says that he saw the seven visions. Seven visions. And the seventh vision. He saw America in smoldering ruins. Destroyed. And the same prophet said, in that same vision, the voice told him, Watch Russia, the king of the north. Watch Russia, the king of the north. And at the time, it was not Russia, it was USSR, United Soviet Republic. God saw it coming. And it must happen. But before it happens, what do you think they are making these nuclear uh, weapons for feeding chickens? How are they going to destroy them? These weapons are for destroying people. When you hear of a millennium coming, don't think it's just a story. The Bible says the elements of the earth will melt. 
where will the fire that will make them come from? It will not only come from above. It will not only come from this. It is coming also from this nuclear weapon. That is prophecy. And it's going to happen. It may happen sooner than we think. But before it happens, I am sure of one thing. The rapture must happen. Amen. Because the bride is not going in a tribulation. The bride is going in the rapture. Before the tribulation, there is only one requirement for the rapture. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. You see why you must receive the Holy Ghost. You see, because if you don't receive the Holy Ghost, you are going to be left behind and you will go in the tribulation. But as for me, I am not going to be here. Amen. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive a power within you to guide you to all truth. The word of God is truth. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive a power to overcome sin. You receive a power to overcome the world. You receive a power to live a power that to live as a Holy Ghost. Child of God, let me tell you, church, when you receive the Holy Ghost, you cannot be overcome by all these little demons of Laodicea. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you cannot remain the same. Something has to change. You cannot have church as usual. When you receive the power of God it takes you away from your usual life. When you receive the Holy Ghost, it is God Himself sitting on the throne of your heart. What is the Holy Ghost? It's a fire. What's the Holy Ghost? It's God Himself. What's the Holy Ghost? It's a token. That you are going to make it. It's an assurance that you have received. the purchase of the blood that you have been restored, that you have been reconciled, that you have been redeemed. It's an assurance. Oh God, give me the Holy Ghost. Fill somebody with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you receive the Holy Ghost, Amen. Sometimes you can get carried away. You get into the world of the supernatural. You speak tongues. I said you speak tongues. I hear that devil saying that is for Pentecostals. Tongues are not for Pentecostals. Tongues are for real genuine believers. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you shout. When you receive the Holy Ghost, something happens. You dance. When you receive the Holy Ghost, dancing, shouting, speaking in tongues is not Holy Ghost. But when you receive the Holy Ghost, all things happen. They are only saying something is in here. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Take a brother who is humble like this one. Take the Holy Ghost. Come on him. He will change. If you put me in him, this brother will now begin to change. But thank God, he is not going to receive me. He must receive him. When you receive him, amen, he gives you his nature. He gives you his character. And we can see it by the fruit of the Holy Ghost. We can see it by the joy of the Holy Ghost. We can see it by love around it. We can see it by peace. We can see it by all these things. Long suffering. Patience. We can say, but I tell you what, I don't want to go into teaching tonight. I'm only telling you, you must receive the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. My time is up. I would like to continue, but stand up on your feet and begin to pray. If you need the Holy Ghost, don't go out of here before you receive him. Brother Shem, just wait. I want everybody to go in prayer, including Shem. I don't care what the devil has said in your life. But God is going to give some people the Holy Spirit to prove to the devil He's going to prove to the devil he has his own. He has his own who will not only believe but they will receive the life, the power that gives life. They will be activated and they will enter in the power that makes alive. Church, it is the Holy Spirit that can sustain you when you are alone in your trying moment, when you are alone in hard times, when you are alone in temptation. It's the Holy Spirit, it's not an emotion, it's not an excitement, it's the power of God that shakes you up, that amen, saves your soul, that empowers your soul, that fills you up in your spirit in your soul amen and puts your body under the subjection of the power of God and Jesus said to the redeemed receive ye the Holy and the Bible says when Peter while Peter was yet speaking unto them these words they received the Holy Ghost and they were hard speaking in tongues and Oh God, may you give us that today. May you give us that this morning, Lord. Oh Father, may you give us that appalling, Lord. Oh Lord Jesus, we need you more than any other. We need you more than anything. We need you more than ourselves. We need the power that makes alive. Whatever has been dead in your life, it must come to a resurrection. 
You must bath. That life of Jesus. Which will take all those elements of sin away from your life. Yes, receive it if you believe it. I said receive it if you believe it. You don't need to reason at all. You don't need to believe it in your soul. Hallelujah. We have seen God filling people with the Holy Ghost. You too can receive him now. If you really want to go in the rapture, 